that was that was an amazing episode. That was amazing. Just like the Inception was. The Inception. Just like episode five point five, uh-huh. the Tessa Blanchard special. Yes. Just like episode twelve point five, the second first annual, fuck the main roster, top five best in the world. Mm-hmm. Then we made it up to episode Kobe. Yeah. Now we're on episode Barry Bonds. <laughs> we could do this shit all this year. This is nothing. This is nothing. This is light work. We could do this all year. There's plenty of jersey numbers to go around. Yeah. We could do this all year. We really could. We could do it up to at least 91. Ain't that what Rodman wore? See? We can at least go up that far. We can go, matter of fact, we can go to 99. Nine, yeah, somebody. Yeah, JJ White wears ninety nine. There we go. Episode. We are. Eight. We can do this forever. Forever. Until the end of time. Yeah. I am Sonny Colfax. Uh huh. AKA El Negro Del Fantasma. And I am Rock Raw, AKA Tomasa Blaka. We're going with that. Let's go. Now, if y'all don't know, you know how we do when we do our thing, you know, get hip to what we do. Mm-hmm. But we do this, we talk that 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 all elite wrestling's dynamite, mm-hmm. and we talk that 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 WWE NXT. We talk that talk. We talk all about that talk. Cause that's what fuck the main rosters for. We yeah. talk that talk. Yeah. That, that talk is that talk. But one thing real quick, why well, I sound like WWE is like falling apart. It is falling apart. <laughs> yeah, I, I just literally just it's seen the article apart. talking about like, Paul Heyman got fired. No, they merged. Bruce Prichard now is the writer for Raw and SmackDown. That's what's up. <laughs> and Paul Heyman is has been relegated back to his on screen role. So he's just Brock Lesnar's manager now. So pretty much. So what makes me to believe Brock Lesnar's on the way back? Because the only time he shows up on TV is when Brock Lesnar shows up. And for this to be out in the open early, like it is now, then that lets you know, okay, we are, you know, y'all know Brock about to come back. So, and shit, I ain't never seen shit like that. Like, that, that was wild. That felt like wild secret society-ish. Like, we won't post to know that shit. WWE put that shit out like, yeah, Bruce Pritchard run shit now. That shit falling apart, B. Vince McMahon losing his damn mind, I think. Man. I ain't gonna say it's falling apart. WWE is not falling apart as a company. It's, but Vince McMahon is falling apart mentally, it seems. Yeah, man. Men- mentally, that man's out his fucking noodle, B. I imagine. He's out his fucking noodle right now. I imagine WWE's staff hierarchy is similar to Game of Thrones at this point, where Vince McMahon is the Mad King. <laughs> Triple H is, is Jamie Lannister. <laughs> Like, that's how that court is playing out. Stephanie McMahon is Cersei. I, I figured it all out. That shit is, it is some real medieval shit going on over there, B. And I don't know who got dragons, but whoever got dragons, that's who going. Maybe it's Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, mother of dragons. I don't know. I'm breaking it all down. I don't know. Maybe she is the mother of dragons. We yeah. We don't know. That's speculation. Donate to our Patreon to hear more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Need to get one of those, but um, but um, anywho, back to the more pressing matters. Dynamite, NXT. Mm. Oh man, 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 man. NXT. NXT won't bad. 
So like as a whole, it was a it was a decent show as a whole. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's cool. Um, Dynamite was pretty good. I thought it was dope. Um, there was a segment. Uh, John Moxley was getting interviewed. He was outside the arena getting interviewed or whatever, mm-hmm. and he was talking. You know, I mean, hyping up him and Brian Cage are fighting at um Fighter Fest. And the way they're doing Fighter Fest this year is going to be similar how WWE did WrestleMania, except it's going to be, or how Impact do, does pay per views now, where it's like, it's uh, two weeks, you know what I mean? So it's going to be two episodes of Dynamite. It's going to be Fighter Fest. Oh, okay, and, okay, um, okay. So Moxley is fighting Brian Cage because Brian Cage won One, the double or nothing. Joint. Exactly. Um, so Moxley out there talking flash shit. Mm-hmm. I like Moxley talking shit because he talk. He's real natural. He he and that don't seem like he's putting on an act. He's just talking. Mm-hmm. And um, then Taz come out there and he's like, oh yo, you talking shit about my man's and then blah blah blah. So they get John back and forth. And like Brian Cage come, he's running from like the the far distant horizon. You just see him. You see him like that big. He gets bigger. He runs up and steals all Moxley. So they get a they get a little brawl the, in the parking lot. Um, Brian Cage ends up getting the upper hand and like slams him into a car with the back windshield and shit. Uh-huh. So, you know, I mean, he did a good job of, uh, making me like, oh, oh, I'm excited to see where this goes with these niggas. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right, right. But, um, Taz and Brian Cage seem like a dope matchup. I mean, a dope combination so far. Yeah, because yeah, Taz can talk. Taz can talk. And Brian Cage, I don't. And you know what? I think Taz still got like one of them. Wild ass suplexes left in him, man. He, oh yeah, I think he got a plenty of suit. I just don't think he got any bumps himself. Like, nah, he, he can he, suplex he, you all day, he, but he, don't he, touch him. Like he's shaped like an egg now. Yeah, that man shaped like a weeble wobble. Like he's shaped like Doctor Robotnik. Like it's he just, is Doctor Robotnik. Is that his name? Doctor Egg, the nigga from Todd the Hedgehog. Man. Taz, you are now Doctor Eggman. Like Doctor Eggman. <laughs> like, that's crazy, man. Like, and I'm like, yo, Taz used to be like. In shape in his in his heyday, like yeah. Taz never really gained, like he never like in the ECW days, he was damn near like what like two thirty, like if that, if like he wasn't very big. Mm-hmm. So now the fact he's like three hundred and thirty pounds almost, it just looks very awkward because he's shaped like an egg. He's shaped like an egg, man. man shaped like a cantaloupe. He should not be shaped that way. Man, shaped like anything in the melon family. Yeah, like it's a damn. melon with a, a suit on and sunglasses and mohawk <laughs> and a mohawk. He's never got rid of that. Mohawk. But he, he can still talk that shit. You know what yeah, I'm saying? He, still, he he always was he always was a decent talker. Like that was one of the underrated qualities Taz had. He, I think that's something he got later on though. Uh, like he didn't start off. Like no, no. When he when he, when he got to the when he got to the I felt like Taz had good mic skills when he was at the um. Beat me if you can. Survive if I let you fade. Yeah. Like, that's when I was like, yo, yeah. this man can talk some shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's when I was like, okay, Taz is somebody to look out for. And then he he was dumping niggas Taz on the head. Taz was that nigga Like, back he was then, yeah. dumping niggas on the head. Yeah. Literally. Like, he came in this bitch. He choked out Kurt Angle. Like, Taz like, is the only... Taz being so good is the only reason people didn't get mad that Rob Van Dam won the EC cha- ECW champion. Because, like, you knew, like, you know, Taz might fuck Rob Van Dam up. <laughs> he was going to fuck Rob Van Dam up. So, like, that's why, because, like, RVD had that TV title for, like, two years. And any other federation or something, like, they, people would have clamored for him to be a world champion. Yeah. But, now nah, everybody was like, no, nah, he good with that, belt. He good with that. He can keep that. He yeah. don't need to be suplexed on his head. Yeah, not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. 
But um, but yeah, so you know they got they Taz had dope pair. Taz was clearly though. the best wrestler in ECW. Who? Taz was clearly the no. best wrestler. Yeah. No. Taz, yeah. No. Besides him and who? Chris Candido. Tajiri. Jerry Lynn. Hey, Jerry Lynn was dead. Mike Awesome. Mike Awesome was good. Like Mike, Mike... Awesome was Lance Storm. You yeah. wilded. You just yeah. wild out a little bit. I did wild out. <laughs> My bad, y'all. <laughs> Wild out. The Taz was nice though, but they had some they had some killers over there, B. Yeah, and at that time Rob Van Dam was still pretty good. Yeah, Rob Sabu was still good at that time. I never liked Sabu. I liked Sabu back then. Never liked Sabu. Never that man liked kill Sabu. you. He would throw a chair in your face. I never liked Sabu. I never liked I and felt like he, he was on the cover of High Times magazine. That's how I knew he was the greatest wrestler ever. <laughs> like I like Taz used to like Taz used to do shit that I would look at, right? Like I would look at the match. And he would do something so unnecessary mm-hmm. and damn near die for it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, you need to relax. Like, he was like, I think he did something like when he would do like the wait, <laughs> that fucking moonsault when he would run off up the, the chair. chair. I'm like, why the, do you the need The triple to, jump moonsault. I'm like, why do you need to do that? Because. To do the moonsault, bro. He's, he's a homicidal, <laughs> genocidal, <laughs> suicidal. The impact does not change. And then damn near every yeah. time he would do it, he would almost die. He would always die. Yo, Taz like, and, and Sabu would have like, these matches nobody that can, was like the definition of do not try this at home. Like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Sabu would do, like, I'm pretty sure his neck is made of like titanium or something. It's just made out of spaghetti right now like, probably. Nah, I'm pretty sure he got a whole vibranium neck. Because that man went through his whole career literally damn near killing himself by falling on his head to having motherfuckers dump him on his yeah. head. Yeah, Chris Benoit put him right on the top of his like, head. Like, he spent a career getting dumped on his head. And like, the barbed wire matches, too, on top like, of that. It, he has to be, like... Put some what? respect on that man's name, yo. He died three times in the ring. Yes, in the same match. In the same... He leads the league in deaths. Nobody else has died as many times as Sabu. I mean, Sabu is like the Wolverine of wrestling. Yeah, yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Sabu is actually 88 years old. Yeah. <laughs> he just can still do a moonsault. He can still do a moonsault. Somehow he can still get up there. There's something about who he's pointing to. When he point, whatever he whatever points. he pointing at, that gives him the power. Because <clears throat> once he, once he goddamn do that, no turning back. But um. Y'all got gangsters over at NXT, though. Speaking of that. There's some gangsters, ain't it? All right, boom. There's some gangsters, ain't it? <laughs> All right, so look. All right, so my man El Hijo Del Fantasma comes uh-huh. out this, right? Okay. He get in the ring. He get, you know, he's a cruiserweight champion. So he's, before he even Interim. Stopped, he's interim cruiserweight champion. Okay. Shout out to my man, uh, Jordan Devlin. Jordan Devlin is the I'm, true champion. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. Jordan Devlin is dead nice. Yeah. Like, like, Jordan Devlin is dead nice as a mini Baylor, yo. Like, he is dead nice. Like, put some respect on Jordan Devlin's name. Like, that little motherfucker, man, that motherfucker can go. Like, he can go. Like, I want to see him and Tyler Bate have a rivalry, and that shit just goes. Yeah. Like, on some Gargano Ciampa type shit. That shit would be a hell of a rivalry. Don't take my idea, Triple H, but that's a good idea. Yeah, I'm with that. Cause I fuck with Tyler Bate. Like Tyler Bate is like one of my favorite low, one of my favorite wrestlers. Low key, he's mm. one of my favorite wrestlers. Like I fuck with Tyler Bate. So 
Them two, yeah, that'd be that'd be fireworks. But needless to say, he comes out there, and before he talks, he's like, hey, he about to say something. Drake Maverick, come out this bitch, right? Mind you, Drake Maverick has on the gayest man t-shirt I think I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Like, the collar was, like, by his shoulders. I'm like, you have on a... He had a butterfly, he had, like, the soul for real collar, Like, Jake? yeah, he had a joint, like, a wild, wide collar. I'm like, bro, your whole chest like is... Candy out. Rain? He had a I'm Candy like, Rain? I'm like, bro, your whole chest is out. Come on, Morris Day, get it together. Like, get to it. All right. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, come on now. So he get in the ring, and he like, you know, you know, appreciate the match. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, had, they had a solid match. I'm not going to bullshit you. It was a solid match. Yeah, yeah. But, um... He was like, I appreciate the match. One of the best matches I ever had in my career. He was like, you know, and that led to me getting signed by, you know, getting signed to NXT on a full-time contract. And he was like, but I don't want you to think that that my moment is overshadowing your moment because you won. You're the champion. That should be, that's something to be, you know, appreciated. So, you know, he's like, you know, see, see, you know. (laughs) Okay. So then he's like, but I know, I know I can beat you. He was like, I just need one more match to prove it. He was like, I just want another opportunity. And uh, Phantasma was like, all right, cool, no problem. <laughs> he's, he's like, all right. So he go to shake his hand. Two motherfucking masked men come out there, bitch. They stand on the ramp. These niggas run to the ring real quick. So Drake Maverick turned around. He's like, all right, we about, to, we about to beat these niggas asses. So Phantasma was like, right. So he, uh, so they, so they, 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 they squaring <laughs> up or whatever, right? So then... One get on one side, one get on the other side. So, Drake Maverick's facing to the left. And Fantasma just standing behind him. He's just standing behind him, squared up on him. So, as soon as he turned around, he just headbutt his ass. So, then they just start, so then the motherfucking mass men begin to ring. They start stomping his ass out. So, they stomping his ass out. Like, and Fantasma's stomping their ass out with him. So, so, so then uh, he stopped. And they, uh, so he look at him, he raises his hand. And goddamn, they take their masks off. And it's Raul Mendoza and uh, Joaquin Wild, so they're the t- they 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 the goons. Mm-hmm. So they get on the top rope. They get on the top rope. Goddamn. They do like uh like like the, the Uso splash joint, mm-hmm. for the lack of a better term. They just did that joint. So my man standing in the middle of the ring, he take his mask off, boom, throw that bitch down. He's like, yo, I am Santos Escobar. I'm your cruiserweight champion. And I'm untouchable. I said, that is the illest shit I've ever seen in my life. My man is Santos, Santos Escobar. Escobar. I said, give him every belt possible. Just off the name alone. Santos, Santos Escobar. Escobar. I said, yo, I knew it. He pushed weight. He pushed heavy weight. Yo, his name is Santos Escobar? <laughs> yes, bro. His name is Santos Escobar. I said, you are the universal champion. Give him all the belts. He needs everything. He can belt. clearly beat Brock Lesnar in a fisticuff. Yes. Escobar. I was Escobar? like. Escobar? Yeah. Yo, God bless that creative name generator. They got an NXT yeah, well, for that one. Well, they, that's, that's, that's that one. That's the one right there. <laughs> I say that. That makes up for all the Cassius Odos and all yeah. the fucking. Uh, Jordan Miles and all that. Yes. Makes up all that. All that. Santos Escobar? Santos Escobar. Bro. Come on, B. I said, and he came with goons. And he came in the he, door with Goose. He came in the door with But Goose. those are the two guys that got kidnapped, like, from yeah. months ago. Yeah. So who kidnapped them? That's a good question. <laughs> Where are those niggas at? He has even more Goose. One nigga bring two niggas. Two niggas bring four. 
four niggas bring five. You five niggas bring more. Come on, man. Shout out to Old Solo. <laughs> Old Solo. Um. <laughs> yeah, so. Well, that's cool, though. I'm glad. So he took off his mask. He's yeah. not. I, I don't really like that. I didn't never really like that name, El Hijo, because it's just too much for it's me to say. It's a lot to say. I said, lot but, to... but I said, you go from El Hijo del Fantasma to Santos Escobar. That's all right. That's almost a brand new character. That, that's, oh, that's, that's a brand new character. I mean, he took character. off the mask. He is a brand it's new a character. a brand new character. That's one of the best. And that's a way to come in. Like uh, a guy they taken from the, the Indies or, or or wherever you want to call it, uh, Mexican wrestling. Um, that's the best transition from their name to a WWE name. That beats out Callisto, Sin Cara. Like, you know what I mean? Like all these guys... Andrade at Cien Almas is all right. Now I I don't I don't like the one name thing. That's one thing I never understood about WWE is like why all of a sudden like motherfuckers have names that people start to that they'll grow on you to a certain extent and then you you shorten it to make it one name. Yeah, that shit does not make the character better. It's the same fucking character. Like Cesaro has been the same as Antonio Cesaro yeah. the whole fucking time. But the only thing that was different was the fact that Antonio Cesaro was United States champion. And he ain't wearing knee pads. And he was and he was still playing rugby or whatever. Like he was whatever gimmick he had, and they made him a rugby player or some shit. Listen to me. <laughs> he can't. He been in WWE for a minute. He was in there with Oksana. Remember Oksana? Yes. God damn, you went there. Because Oxana was fucking Teddy Long. Yeah, that's some shit ago. But. Damn, Cesaro. Cesaro, Cesaro is one of the best pure wrestlers in the world. Possibly ever. Possibly ever. Yes, he's been good for a long possibly, time. Possibly ever. Like. As really, far as just like, skill and technical and ability. As far as technical ability, Cesaro is yeah. one of the best to ever do this yes. shit. I can't tell the WWE to not... I can't tell them the I can't tell them the right stories. But please... Give me one serious Cesaro chance. And I guarantee you, Cesaro can take WWE over. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. If they gave him one serious opportunity, he would take over WWE. Because everybody has wanted to see Cesaro get pushed forever. Yeah. Like, this has been, like, years upon years upon years. It's not like, it's kind of like, I don't want to use race, but he's like the white Kofi. It's like, you've seen him really just not make it. You've just see, you've seen his career, he just not make it. So when Kofi finally made it, the world was like, finally... Like it was like if you if if he'd have lost to Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania, that shit could have fucked a lot of things up. Like motherfuckers would have been very upset. I would have been personally upset. Yeah. Because it was like Daniel Bryan had already been champion five times already. Mm-hmm. Like this ain't gonna kill him. He'll be champion again. Like one thing about Daniel Bryan, he always is around a title. He's always around a title. And every time he's around a title, he brings somebody along with him. Mm-hmm. And then he makes somebody else. He did it for Kofi. He's doing it for Drew Gulak. Like, he always does it for an un, underutilized guy. Mm-hmm. And Cesaro is criminally underutilized. Forever. He's perpetually underutilized. And it's like, one serious shot, the world will change. For like, 
you could fuck around and fuck WWE up on a hierarchy scale, for real. If Cesaro could become a main event guy. And well, that's yeah. going to be far from happening now from this new, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, Pritchard about to shoot all this shit to hell. Yeah, yo, all the niggas who was getting pushes, that's just all done. Austin Theory going back to NXT. Nah, he's uh, he's with he's with Seth Rollins. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah let's see how long that lasts. Seth Rollins going to turn face. Yeah, <laughs> Drew McIntyre going to lose the belt. Pretty sure Drew McIntyre about to lose the belt. Yeah, all that's about to happen. But um, because once Brock Lesnar come back, you are no longer the champion. Yo, Chris Jericho hit Orange Cassidy in the face with a bag of oranges. What? <laughs> <laughs> He brought a bat, and they're blood oranges. He, and and he busts Orange Cassidy open. So he, he, he hit him in the head with blood oranges until Orange became a blood orange. He uh, hit him in the face. A big bag, too. It wasn't even a little bag. It was, he had a big sack of oranges, and then he had a bag like you get from the grocery store. And then he took that bag and put that also in the sack. So he just added more oranges to the big bag he had. And uh, he hit Orange Cassidy in the face with it. Um, Orange Cassidy, uh, the best friends, had a three trios match against um, Santana, Ortiz, and uh, Sammy, I want to say. I th- no. Yes? No. But maybe. Anyway, it was, it was Inner Circle. It was an Inner Circle trio. Mm-hmm. And... Um, no, it was not Sammy. Okay, it was not Sammy. It was, uh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it was Inner Circle. And Chris Jericho was on commentary. So, um, uh, Orange Cassidy got the roll-up win. Uh, they got the win. He rolled up Ortiz, I believe. And then, you know, Inner Circle beat the shit. It might have been Hager. It might have been Hager. Uh, Inner Circle beat the shit out of him um, after the match. And then Chris Jericho come down there. Beat him up, hit him in the head with the oranges. You know what I'm saying? And they and then he eat the orange. Like he pick up the orange, he eat the, like a slob too. Like you know, what I mean, he don't give a fuck about oranges type shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, <laughs> it was very entertaining this segment. And uh, they just left Orange Cassidy out there bleeding. Yeah, like I fuck with Orange Cassidy hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, f- I fuck with Orange. Cassidy. But I also fuck with seeing Orange Cassidy getting beat up. Yeah, because it's very like it's gonna make him want to try more. Yeah. Yeah, just put like he gotta try that. He busted him open. I don't think I've ever seen Orange Cassidy bleed. No, he gotta either. go hard now. He gonna go. He come on, man. Now he gonna start talking. Come on, cuz he hasn't talked yet. Has he? He's talked. He said a couple things, but he don't. He don't say much. And he just say it regular. Like, how you feel about that match? Well, that was all right. Orange Cassidy don't give a fuck about nothing. That's a real renegade. It's a real renegade in denim. You can't get that shit in the store. I don't give a fuck what you say, Sonny Colfax. I I agree. <laughs> you can't get that shit at any local retailer. It does not exist. Mm-mm. What was but, but um Goddamn, besides, you know, Santos Escobar, they did have uh Mia Yim and Keith Lee did a um it was a mixed tag match. Mia Yim and uh, Keith Lee versus uh, the Garganos. And uh, this match won't bad at all. This match won't bad at all. Um, Mia Yim and Candice LeRae have decent chemistry in the ring. Okay. So they, they, they had a solid 
you know, back and as far forth. as back and forth. Yeah, they had a solid back and forth affair because they were kind of, you know, they play off each other. And, you know, Keith Lee and Gargano, they already had a match. You already know how they do. The match was fairly good. It was a solid match. It was a solid match. Uh, Gargano and me, you know, Gargano and uh, Candice LeRae wound up winning, winning the match, you know. So it was, it was solid. Like, I mean, I think this is the end of the feud because they finally had the, the mixed tag match because they didn't do it at uh, TakeOver In Your House. It was just Keith Lee versus Gargano. So, you know, and me and Yim and uh, Candice LeRae wound up wrestling on NXT before TakeOver. So it was like, this was kind of like the culminate, the end of the feud, in a sense. Mm -hmm. That's how I took it. Like, there's nothing really left for them to really accomplish. Like, time for Keith Lee to face somebody else. So Gargano's had a title shot already. Yeah, he had a title shot. He okay. lost. He so, lost, okay. And they did the mixed tag. Those to, yeah, so that's kind of the To cap it off, okay. Yeah, that's kind of the end of the feud to me. So who's next for Keith Lee? What would you suggest? Who's next for Keith Lee? Yeah. Is Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Because Finn Balor wrestled Cameron Grimes. Okay. He wrestled uh, Cameron Grimes. And they had a solid match. Had a solid match. Finn wound up winning that joint, though. But then he, the only reason I say Finn Balor is because Finn Balor looked at the camera. He said, yo, Keith Lee, when you tired of playing house, I'm outside. He said, I'm outside. Yeah. No, matter of fact, I'm sorry. He said, he said, as soon as you're done playing house, come see me. That's what he said. That's what he told him. I said, I don't know what NXT did to Finn Balor, but Snicks is a whole goon now. Like, he talked really greasy now. That's what's up. He always point guns at niggas. <laughs> he, keep, he keep the battle rap he, figures? He, 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 keep, he, keep the, he keep the guns point. I'm like, yo, Finn Balor might have shot a nigga before, and we don't know it. No, nah, yeah. He might, he might have shot a nigga. That's a definite man. possibility, man. I wouldn't like, hold it fast. Anybody who has form like that, you shot a nigga before, man. You shot multiple. At once. A man was, um, I think they have a British version of uh, Ch of Shatas. And he was in that jank. And they were Fergal. That on Netflix? It's on um, it's on Amazon Prime. All right, I'm looking at that shit tonight. I think I got Amazon Prime. I might. I see, know. I think it's called Fergal. I think that's the name of that jank. Word. I'm with and you. And he got on the cover of him with like two burners. And he holding the bitches like this. Okay. And then like, it's like a city street and like kids walking. But it's like. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fergal. Check that Jake out. I will. I'm, I'm gonna do it soon. But that that's a dope matchup yeah. though. Keith, Keith Lee and Finn Balor. You know, I think I think it's compensation because you know, like, because the original feud was him and Walter. But you know, because of you know everything. You going get the on. black Walter. <laughs> <laughs> you still want to fight a big nigga, don't you? I mean, no. I, I, I do want to fight a big nigga. Didn't want to take one of the big niggas down though. Yeah. No, nah, but it's like I mean I guess because they couldn't do the you know because of the travel restrictions. Yeah. Because, you know or with everything going on out there, mind y'all be safe. But um. Yeah. But as far as um, you know travel restrictions and all that, so he couldn't get over here. So I guess they just had to make a few fourth Finn yeah. Balor. So it's like, but I think after this, I don't know. I mean, I I mean I don't know. Cause it's like now it's like at a point where, like in NXT, like Keith Lee's running out of contenders, mm -hmm. and Adam Cole's running out of contenders now. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like is is they're running they're running out of contenders. Cause number one, people keep getting called up that don't need to be called up, and then secondly, 
And Bianca Belair ain't been on TV yet, has she? I don't know. <laughs> she was on. They said she was on main event last. I'm like, oh know. no. I said Bianca Belair should be facing Oscar for the Raw Women's Championship. But she should get her dumbass fucked up. Don't do that to her. No, I'm saying. I mean, for real, because like, I don't, I don't like Charlotte, bro. It's nothing. Nobody can do to make me like Charlotte. She is a good wrestler, yes, but that is it. Stop giving her the fucking title every time she loses a title. It's she it's, keeps from going right away. Like she keep like she. It's not a time within a year that she will not hold a title at least twice. That's dope. It's not dope, but it is dope when you say it like that. Like, like I, that's that's look, pretty sweet. Every year she holds a title at least twice. Yeah, yeah. She's already. I mean, we get the she's point. A, she, she's, she's, the, a, she's, she's the greatest women's wrestler in WWE history. That's what they try to but you, create and. And I get it. Title-wise, she is, as far as she's reigns. Held, she's held the title, what, she's 11 or 12-time champion? Something dumb like that. And then she had that streak. In five of, years. And then she had that pay-per-view streak for a long time, but she didn't lose at pay-per-views. She ended Oscar's streak. Like, she has a whole bunch of accolades, yeah. And she, she's, Charlotte has ruined careers. She hasn't ruined anybody's career. Whoever wrote for her to to beat Oscar, bad move. But I knew Oscar career wasn't the, ruined. Oscar, ne- finally, Oscar's where she's supposed to be. Yeah, now she's about to fight her again. Yeah, that's what I'm like. So y'all about yeah. to fight again, like, and it's like, man, the what dirt she's are saying that she's gonna she's gonna beat Oscar. I'm like, not again, bro, not again. Yeah, and Vince back for real now. Oh yeah, yeah, like not yeah. again, bro. Oscar like, about to lose that shit. Come on. He don't get none of that so shit she's doing. There's a petition online right now for them to not put the title back on Charlotte. That, that, that almost, almost guarantees Like there's that a petition for her not Keep her from away the title The thing is that keep her from the title That petition. almost guarantees that she's going to get the title now So it's like I'm not feeling that shit man Like I'm just not feeling it Like, No that's not cool man That's not cool. If you let, if, I she's feel on like, every show out here Well now she's back She's back on uh, You know she's back on Raw now But it's corny because it's like bruh I've never seen Charlotte in a a a secondary feud with building an up and comer. Yeah, that's what at that's, this point. That's what her NXT was supposed to be. But it didn't end up that way because the thing was, she never got pinned by anybody. She never lost a match at NXT. She never lost an NXT. Mm-mm. So she pretty much ran through the division. Yeah, and then left like, all right, I'm good. I'll come back when I'm ready. That's what the way they're booking this lady. They're so it's like her. it's she's like the ultimate woman. So it's like you, if she if she loses a match, she wins five more. If she loses a match, she wins ten more. If she loses a match, she wins the belt. If she loses the belt, she wins the belt somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If she loses the belt where she where she lost it previously, she goes. She just swaps belts. Mm-hmm. So all she does, she swaps belts yearly. So at this point, if she was to lose. Versus Oscar, pretty sure she show up on SmackDown and face Bailey as a face. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure that's how it's that's gonna happen. That's sweet. <laughs> that's you know crazy. what I'm saying? And it's like it's like come on, like you're force feeding us somebody that we we already know she's great. You don't have to keep putting it in our face and letting us know. Yeah. Like let somebody else be great. She is not a better wrestler than Oscar. No one is a better wrestler. No one's better ready for Oscar. So it's like. Don't make me, f- don't, 
try to force feed me that Charlotte is better than Oscar. It's impossible. You can say Charlotte's better than Caden Carter. You can say Charlotte's better than Casey Catanzaro. You could even say Charlotte's better than Dakota Kai. But you can't say Charlotte is better than Oscar. It's not no. possible. No one is better than Oscar. Oscar's the best. Only person that Oscar would... might be the best wrestler in the world. Male or female. The only person I will uh I would even uh humor as being in the same class of Oscar doesn't even wrestle anymore. And that's Sarah Del Rey. It's a fact. That's it. To me. It's Oscar, Sarah Del Rey, and like I don't know, like Gail Kim or something like that. But you know what I mean? Get it poppin.com. But yeah, so it's like Oscar's the best in the world. Yeah. Everybody around the wrestling world knows that Oscar's the best wrestler in the world. Do not make me think Charlotte is, because it's impossible. It's impossible. So it's like, Charlotte knows it. So it's like, don't keep having Oscar lose credibility over Charlotte. Because at the end of the day, what Charlotte does is Charlotte gets a belt, and Charlotte just pretty much beats all the main eventers. She doesn't face anybody who knew she beats the main eventers. Yeah. And then some wild, wicked way she loses the belt. And then she shows back up. In another, in, on a whole other show, beating all the main eventers. Then she goes and wins the belt. Mm-hmm. You've never seen Charlotte face uh, 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 somebody she can make. Charlotte never loses to somebody she can make. Nah. Like... Like, remember at, at at one point, like, who was it? Remember at one point, beating Triple H meant something? If you were an up-and-comer? Mm-hmm. Like, when Shelton Benjamin beat Triple H. Niggas was like, oh, shit. We about to see somebody get moved up? You know what I'm saying? Because it mm-hmm. meant something. Now, granted, he lost... To Triple H the following week, he got his yeah. ass whooped. That's what that's what Triple H did. As soon as you get a little momentum, but fuck you up next week, though. But people were thinking that yo Shelton Benjamin's about to get a chance because he had beat Triple H. I think he had beat Rick. No, he ain't beat Ric Flair. He beat another member of Evolution. He beat like two of them niggas, and then he lost to everybody else. I think it was Ric Flair. Might not have been. I can't remember. I got. I got. I got to go. I got to go research. But. Beating him meant something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like. Beating, I mean, beating Charlotte means something if you can beat her. Yeah, like, but it's like that's that's the thing. Like, there's nobody in a spot where it's like somebody that's trying to get a push. Beat Charlotte, or gets into a program with Charlotte. Charlotte doesn't elevate nobody else. I don't know. One she time I thought it was gonna happen was uh with Oscar. No, th- with Oscar. You thought it was gonna happen with Oscar. You thought, thought it was gonna, gonna happen with Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, she neither neither one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's wild. It's, it's wild. It's, if you really think about it, Oscar and Rhea Ripley are supposed to be top. Like, beating Rhea. If Charlotte would have, if Rhea Ripley would have beat Charlotte, that clearly would have made her the future shit. Mm-hmm. She could have moved right up the raw right after that. Because mm-hmm. she'd have had all the momentum behind her. She'd have had momentum out of the, out of the ass. You severed it. You know what I'm saying? Just for the sake of Charlotte, they do it. Like, yeah. So I don't blame Charlotte. I blame the booking. It's not Charlotte's fault. I know it's not. I know it's not her fault. But it's like, 
for some reason they think that's the answer to all their ills. Yeah, and like and it's like it's like and it's like I don't know, man. It's just it just it bothers me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like you could have so like you could have so many stars. Yeah, but fuck. That's why it's fuck the main roster, yeah. Exactly. Hey, we don't deal with that shit. Yeah, it's Charlotte but, on her own with all that. Yeah, that's that's that sucker shit. But uh, Sammy Guevara and Colt Cabana had a match. Oh, word? And they had a match. I'd be forgetting how nice Colt Cabana is, yo. Boom, boom. Colt Cabana is really fucking good, B. Um, so they had a good match. Um, Sammy actually ends up winning the J. Um, and uh, he wins it, and Matt Hardy comes out there and it's like, yo, I fuck with you. You should stop fucking with Chris Jericho type shit. You know what I'm saying? You should goddamn... You know, roll with a real nigga like me or some shit like that. Say, man, man, fuck you, man. You don't even know who you. And then he switches, like in the middle of the conversation, Matt Hardy switches into Damascus because he, like, I think he switches two times. He turns into Mattitude and he tells him a Matt fact, and then he turns into Damascus and say he's going to eat him. He's going to turn him into a fungal and eat him. So, so I'm not. Excuse my 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 ignorance. Mm-hmm. But I am not hip to who Damascus is. That's um, broken Matt Hardy. That's his. Uh, that's um, that's um, the the essence that's uh, dwelling in his vessel. It's Damascus is a three thousand year old man inside of. But he's a cannibal. Um, I guess. Well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's what he said. He was gonna turn him into a fungo and eat him. Yes. So Damascus is Jeffrey Dahmer? Maybe. Something. He he knew Jesus. He said he knew Jesus and um in a previous um I think it was on like being the elite or something. And like they had like it was a funeral for uh, it was a funeral for uh Vanguard One and he was doing a sermon said something about Jesus. I knew Jesus yeah, do all that Matt Hardy shit. He's um you know, he's a big weirdo. So they have that and uh <laughs> And um, so Sammy Guevara runs away because uh, Matt Hardy's scaring him. And then Colt Cabana's still out there, you know what I mean, after the loss. And um, and then, like, my Slim Stone Cold. My nigga Stone Graves, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Let's Evil go. Uno. Nigga, yeah, Come on, cuz. Let's go. Come on, cuz. Let's they go. They pull up. They pull up. And then, um, you know, the whole squad is there. Brody Lee come out there. So, Cody, I mean, uh, Coca Bat on the ground, like, ah, agony, agony. And uh, Brody Lee come up, give him a hand up, pull him up. And then he just walk away. Then the dark water just leave, right? And then later on in the show, um, like, the reporters catching up with uh, Coke Cabana. And um, you see Coke going into Brody Lee's uh, dressing room. Like, yo, if we get evil Coke Cabana. Give him every single belt that's been invented ever. Give him retired belts that are no longer. Give him the European belt. Give him the light heavyweight belt. Give him the smoking skull heavyweight championship. <laughs> give him the smoky mountain heavyweight championship. Yeah, give him the um. I don't know. ECW TV championship. Yeah, give him the WCW television championship. Give him every. Give, give him, him the WCW hardcore title. Give him the uh, WCW cruiserweight tag team champion titles. Give him. <laughs> The NWA Junior Heavyweight Title. Give him every single belt. If I want to see Evil, because I've I've never seen Coca Bana not a, goofy. Yeah, serious Coca Bana could be. Yeah, serious Coca Bana. It might be time. Hmm. It might be time. 
I think I'm ready to see it. So that's what I'm hoping this leads to is a, a at least a more serious. He don't got to be all. He don't got to be the Undertaker, but you know what I mean. Just, no, no. It's just if he, it's not more so like what I realized about the Dark Order. It's not like like because at first you know you would think it'd be like on the occult side of mm-hmm. things, like it's like on some demonic shit. It's really not. It's just. It's like also modern day cult shit. It was like yeah, you just like, led, but led by a charismatic individual. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like, it's, it's like it's like almost like, like it's pre-pay like a, legal. It's like a secret society. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's like a secret society now, and they just they just don't take no shit. You know and, what I'm saying? Like if, if and, and if cult just stopped taking no shit, he he fit right in. Yeah. So so that's that was dope. I thought that was um cool. You know, like I said, that's one of those matches they be having there where it, it progresses two different stories. So it's the Sammy and Matt Hardy shit, and then mm-hmm. it's Cole Cabana being the thug. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's, uh, I was appreciative. They also, uh, FTR made their debut. Oh, word. Fought um, Blade and the Butcher. This is the best match I've ever seen Blade and the Butcher in. Like, th- this is their best wrestling match to me. And, um, and, you know, FTR won. It was a good match, though. Um. It just led to them talking to Young Bucks. And so you know that's what this all leads to. So it's not, I'm just looking forward to the match whenever they have it. It hasn't been booked yet, though. Um, But yeah, yeah. It was, it was cool, man. I'm looking forward to Fighter Fest. I think that's actually next week. I'm watching that because I know uh, Backlash is Sunday. Oh, is it? Yeah, I didn't even know. Like, I just looked at that shit today. I was yeah. like, oh shit, Backlash is Sunday? I wonder if they, how are they going. Yeah, you heard about the yeah. Well, of course you heard the the how they promoting this greatest wrestling match ever shit. I mean, uh, but but check it out. I heard they filmed it already and like they did retakes and reshoot. So like now if this isn't to make it the best wrestling. So match if this isn't the best wrestling match I've ever seen, my nigga, oh, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be. It it's can't not, be. It's not gonna be the best. It's Those not are not be. the two best wrestlers. They're very good wrestlers. It's not the best wrestling match. No, ever. like no. no. It's, neither one of those niggas is Shawn Michael or the Undertaker. And they had two of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen. Yes, back to back years. Back to back years. Yeah, neither one, of the, neither one of them was Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart. Neither one of them is Shawn. I mean, Rick, Ricky, Rick Flair, or Ricky Steamboat. It's NXT matches better than that. They're, <laughs> gonna, uh, like, they're not like, Ciampa or Gargano. Yeah, they are not hell. They're not Velveteen Dream Ricochet. Like they're not. They're not. They're fucking, not Kevin Owens. They're not um fucking Finn Balor Samoa Joe. Like. <laughs> They're, they're not, not Nakamura. Oh, yeah. man. Like, yeah. come on, man. They're not Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. His first match. Man, listen. They're not even Tyler Breeze and Jushin Thunder Lion. They're not Sami Zayn and Cesaro. Man, listen. That's one of the best matches I've ever seen in my life. And they're damn sure not what you said, Tyler Breeze and Jushin Thunder Lion. No. Like, come on, man. Like, like. They're not even going to be C.J. Parker versus Kevin Owens. <laughs> they're not better than Kota Ibushi and Cedric Alexander. They're not better than whoever Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, wrestled in the Cruiserweight tournament. He had like two matches. I don't remember. I don't remember who the fuck he wrestled. But they was both sweet. I remember that. This nigga is not any of the matches in the yeah. women's tournament. Ch- uh, uh, he's not the be- Mae Young Classic. Man, he's not better. All those matches would be better. He's not better than, was it Tony Stone and Mako Sadamore? Yes. Well, that say, was a great all fucking of, match. All, he's not Mercedes Martinez versus uh, Tony Storm. Yeah. Nah, B. I ain't having this. That's why it's, it's still fuck the main roster. But yeah. Uh, so NXT. So they had Phantasmo. You had your yeah, guard uh, oh, I yeah, mean, uh, Adam Cole cut a promo in the beginning of the jump. Uh huh. Because now you know the undisputed era is in a feud with Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis. 
Okay. So Dexter Loomis is like in the feud. So he's like, he, he's scaring. He's like, he's bitching out Roderick Strong. So he's like, all right, well, I'm going to take care of this motherfucker tonight. Mm-hmm. So they have a match. And this match is pretty fucking good. Mm-hmm. Like, low-key Dexter, I didn't realize, like, for him to be as big as he is, like, this motherfucker's swole. Mm-hmm. And as creepy as he is, you would feel, you would think his gimmick would not translate to a wrestling match. Because, because he, built, he does a good job with it. Because his, his, his character's built on, you know, being a creep. Yeah. So you wouldn't think of him to be able to be technically sound. Mm-hmm. But this motherfucker's technically sound. But no, that kind of makes sense for it. Because if he's like, oh, because it's almost like they're making him like a serial killer type shit, right? That's how I would take it. Like, so, I so like for him to be, it would make sense for him to be extra technical, because now you'd be a real meticulous like, with your shit. But it's like know. he likes pain, though. Well, yeah, you're a psychopath. You got problems also, so that yeah, helps. So it's like it's like I don't know. It's just weird because like Adam Cole was like punching him in the face, and he was just like, come, come on. So Adam Cole hit his ass again. He was like, all right, come on. Like so, Adam Cole was whooping his ass for like a good three minutes after that, and then but they had a solid match though, like. Loomis can go. Yeah, Loomis is nice. Loomis can go. And uh, Adam Cole wound up winning that match. Of course. I believe, I believe Adam Cole. I might have been. I believe. Yeah. Because the Undisputed, you know, uh, of course Undisputed Era came out Nefarious. There. Nefarious tactics, man. Nefarious tactics. So then Undisputed Era starts beating up. You know, they beating this nigga ass. They beating this nigga ass or whatever. Velveteen Dream coming that day. She come help him out. You know, on the street, everybody scram. Well, well, Bobby Fish and uh, Roderick Strong need to get the fuck out of the way. Mm-hmm. So Adam Cole was left in the rain. Lights go out. Light come back on. It was like a spotlight. You see Scarlet. She's walking to the ring. Mm-hmm. She sets the hourglass in the middle of the ring. She walks away. And that was it. She ain't say shit. She just dropped. She just dropped the hourglass. She because it was like on a pedestal almost. Mm-hmm. So it was like it was like a little mini table type shit. So she set it down, and Sands and Hourglass started going down. It was Killer Cross a face? I think Killer Cross is just Killer Cross. He just Killer Cross. He just he just beat motherfuckers the fuck up. Like I feel like I'm not gonna hold you. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you. If they do Adam Cole and Killer Cross. Killer Cross needs to beat Adam Cole. He needs to beat Adam Cole. Yeah, because he needs to Adam beat Cole Adam need Cole. to chill for a minute. It's not Adam Cole needs Adam Cole's been champion long enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But take him a break. Killer Cross is champion. Brings Tommaso Ciampa back because Tommaso Ciampa's on this whole like he ain't want to talk about him losing to Killer Cross because he got his ass. I heard he got fucked up in that game. But it was like an ex- it was like an extended squash. Like he got moves in. Like, I watched the match. He got moves in. It's just that offensively, Killer Cross was doing more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But he had moves in. He did with Willow's Bell and all that. He had moves. It wasn't like a barn burner. Like, if people would have thought it would have been. It didn't burn the barn? No, it didn't burn the barn. But people would have thought it would have been like, they would have went ahead. That would have been his first real match. Yeah. So he got to see Killer Cross really wrestle. You know what I'm saying? So he still has a, has he hasn't a- had a match match. So okay. I think them doing him and Adam Cole gives him a chance to have a match match. Oh, Adam almost. Cole gives everybody a match. If you have a bad match with Adam Cole, that's your mama's fault. But now, 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 if they feed him like it's a squash match, it won't ruin Adam Cole. But I can also believe how they're pushing Killer Cross. I can almost believe it because mm-hmm. he because people say he ran through Champa. It is what it is. 
I didn't see it that way, but people say it was a squash match pretty much. Mm-hmm. So he ran through Ciampa. You goddamn right he can run through Adam Cole. That's what that's what you would be led to believe. So it's like if he was to squash Adam Cole, I'd be like, well, damn. He can't. He got. He got the squad though. He got nefarious tactics. But them motherfuckers probably don't want no. They don't want no parts of that. Come on, man. Right, they don't want no parts. Kyle O'Reilly ain't scared of not a motherfucking body. Kyle O'Reilly not even there. I thought you said he was there last week. He was. He wasn't there this week. Where the fuck was he at? Where my nigga at, man? I think he making more moves. Yo, if Evil Uno and and Stu Grayson is in America, then Kyle O'Reilly need to get his life together. I don't know, man. The evil Uno goes through customs with the mask on. You seen it? Nah. Right about it? Uh-huh. Nah, I just made it up. <laughs> Almost believe it. But yo, main event of Dynamite. TNT Championship match. Mm. Mark Quinn and um, Cody Rose? Yes. Yes. Yo, Mark Quinn is the future of the future. That nigga showed out. He um, he was still selling his ankle injury from the previous week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like it was still tender. So Cody, being a wrestler, wrestler, that's what he targeted for the match or whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it made a good little story. Psychology. Yeah, it was good psychology with the Joe. You know what I'm saying? So there was one segment where um, Cody Rhodes is in the outside of the ring and Mark Quinn is inside, and he does three consecutive dives to Cody on the outside. Mm-hmm. But, like, he does it, like, it, like you can, he's, like, struggling. And, like, he even runs and, like, he dives all week. And, like, but, like, he does it three. It's, like, it was just a real good moment, right? Cody, they wrestled or whatever. And I think Cody ends up winning because uh, he goes, Mark Quinn goes for a shooting star press off the top. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Some high-flying maneuver. Cody catches his leg, puts him in the ankle lock. Tap. Uh, he don't tap to the ankle lock. He got him in the ankle lock, and, and, and Mark Quinn is, is crawling, right? Then Cody puts his motherfucker in. He puts his uh, left leg. So the dude's leg is like this, right? Cody puts one leg right there in his knee, and then put his foot right there and push it down on the J. And he had to tap with that shit because he was, he was cranking that soldier boy with that J. That shit was like, so he won with a wrestling. I've never seen anybody win with that maneuver. That's like some... Uh, Innovative, it's, and it won't even nothing fancy. Like I said, it's just his feet or whatever. But um, it was just a good way to win a match. It was a good way. You know, that's Arn Anderson's coaching right there. That's where that's where he come in. And you know who else was there? Arn Anderson was there. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? And there was also someone else. It was a ray of sunshine that came down there. Also, really, it was a moonbeam that just came down to the ring. It's um, her, her name is Brandy Allura Rose. <laughs> Allura. Allura. You gotta, you gotta roll the off. You gotta roll the off. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so they had a good match. Like uh, Cody Rhodes, he, he he's making that TV, TNT title mean something. He's putting some prestige on that Jack. You know what I'm saying? This is all. You, when you but got a new title, you gotta do shit like this. No, nah, but that's that's that that bodes well for like it. It finally establishes the mid card. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like. That belt finally, and is no better person to establish the mid card than the pretty much the number one guy in the company. Yeah, and that's better than him having the world title. At least he ain't Triple H, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, he, you know what he, I'm saying? He came out. He he took that title. He's gonna make that title mean just as much because if we're looking at like him and Moxley like on equal status almost. 
Almost, yeah. They're almost on equal status as far as like. Especially since you see Cody more. Like Cody's gonna be on every episode. Yeah, so it's like you're gonna you're gonna see you're really gonna see like the evolution of that TNT championship. Yeah. In his waist. And you're gonna see that like they're gonna evolve that mid card to be like Wait like till they get some more VC. Left, like, That's what the belt will start looking sweet. He needs some VC to put some extra. Yeah, we put some VC on that joint. You put some yeah. accoutrement on that joint. Get some yeah. gold on there. Put some Corinthian leather on that bitch. Woof! Get some Corinthian leather, man. <laughs> they should start because I don't think WWE customizes the mid card belts when niggas win them. They just customize. You just get the the the, the side plates for like the world titles, right? You don't get them the for, NXT, like the, the NXT title got them. And, but that's uh, a, that's their main title, like but like. Like the Intercontinental title don't have it. No, you don't no, really. No. They should. They should. That's one thing AEW should do is like they should make the TNT title like customizable. Like what I would do, I would do it like they used to do the IC title back in like uh like the Golden Era. Mm-hmm. Like remember like Honky Tonk Man had that shit. It was it was it was like white. Yeah. But then Ultimate Warrior won that shit. That shit was like the belt yellow, was blue, and went like yeah, like yeah, like, like gold. Joke. They had like yeah. three different titles. Like yeah. if they did shit like that per champion. That would bring that. Just that have would, a signature title. Like a signature title. Yeah. Like this is the Cody Rhodes TNT, TNT championship. Yeah. This is what Sammy Guevara's TNT championship. You know what I'm saying? Like them shits just look like fully customizable. That'd make that belt like that'd be modern as fuck. Oh, and um, you know the uh, private party came out to the ring together. Matt Hardy came out with him. Oh, so they all the, the, the Hardy the, party. The Hardy party. Yeah, and he was. Like, dressed as a Hardy boy. Like, he had... So, he was a whole other character than he was earlier. Because, like, he was Mattitude and Damascus earlier. And now, he was just Matt Hardy with the, like, the with the tight uh, corduroy the, shirts the, or whatever yeah. the fuck they be wearing. The little shits that, uh... Little fishnet stockings. Yeah, and the, and the Jenko jeans. <laughs> yeah, them niggas used to wear the fuck up. Jeff Hardy definitely used to wear them Jenkos. Hard, <laughs> I'm like, bro, my man is out here doing swanton bombs. And parachute pants. <laughs> Yo, like, my man fresh from a rave. Yeah, my man straight hit two two dabs of ecstasy. Yo, and drunk a and drunk a Zima. I was not <laughs> surprised when, when it Jeff was like, Hardy drinks Zimas. Like so at that time, like, remember Zimas was the thing. Zimas. Like, that's that's hey. the, that's the name of this episode. Hey. Jeff Hardy drinks Zimas. <laughs> episode Barry Bonds, aka Jeff <laughs> Hardy drinks Zimas. <laughs> remember Zimas used to be a that was like shit. that was like the drink for like. It, like, was, it was um if, if whatever drank, though like how um if you drank Zima you did cocaine that's the, how that's the, how I took it. It was hot like how seltzer beer is hot now or whatever that fucking shit called the hard uh, hard seltzer yeah what they what the white people drink now white claw white claw like shit like that <laughs> but that reminds me of like the Zima type shit yeah you knew what I was talking about exactly <laughs> <laughs> the shit the white people drink oh man but um. Zima, the shit white people drink. <laughs> the shit white people drink. <laughs> that Zima. Been, I ain't never seen a nigga drink Zima. My mama drunk a Zima once. I she, actually, she didn't I get actually, another one. I, I, <laughs> I actually tasted a Zima, bro. That shit look like a Sprite. That shit tastes like that shit tastes like McDonald's Sprite. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the ice already melted in it. No, right. you know you get that shit. That shit. No, you know you first get the first like when you get that fresh McDonald's Sprite. And drink that shit. That shit oh, yeah. burn. Yeah. Like, you like, ah. Zima, you drink the Zima yeah. and it's fresh in your breath yeah. and everything. Ah. Woo! I could go do anything. Like, like that's what this shit, like, the closest thing I feel like that tastes like a Zima is, uh, I don't know how they got them Zimas. But, but, um, the closest, Jeff Hardy drank yeah, Zimas. That's right. Yeah. But, 
it was like the Smirnoff joint. Smirnoff Ice. Yeah, them shits taste like Zimas, bro. Yeah, them shits was good. I used to fuck with them Smirnoff Ices. <laughs> I had to give me a six pack of Smirnoff Ices. <laughs> yeah, them shit. Them little motherfuckers will take you away, bro. <laughs> Those shits are so delicious. Yeah, those shits will take you away. You can, oh, you can, man. You can that shit with any meal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I just drove too many Smirnoff Ices. Said had two, two and a half. Yeah. <laughs> two, that's too many Smirnoff Ices. You and that Joe Seeker Lou Rose. <laughs> <laughs> drinks Zimas. But yeah, so he did that. Okay. With the Jinko pants. With the Jinko pants. Anything else was popping on uh, TXN? Uh, on NXT? Yeah. I mean, it was a couple of matches. Breezango said they're going to change their image finally. Tell them that they're going to be serious because they have the, the chance for the NXT titles. Oh, they're going to come with burners. I don't know. I mean, what else? Um, not really too much. What was the main event? The main event was Adam Cole and Dexter Lewis. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it was, you know. I think uh, they about to give Timothy Thatcher his own squad. A squad? Yeah, because he was talking to two niggas. He was like, yo, y'all fuck with me. But you never saw who he was talking to. You just kept seeing him. And he was like, yo, y'all fuck with me. Y'all gonna hurt people. Y'all fuck with me. Y'all gonna be somebody. Okay. Like, so Timothy Thatcher about to get a squad because, you know, he need a feud or he need something to do. I like the fact that NXT doing stables now. You know what I'm That's saying? A couple they, of them, I, I, I like uh, the fact they build Santos Escobar got one. Yeah, That's so, undisputed yeah. era. So, so then you got like you're seeing like more squads come about. You know what I'm saying? Like more pairings and shit. And and like the Garganos are almost a stable if they had a, another third person. But they're like, you know, but it's just like you're getting you're getting you got Imperium, you got Gallus, you know what I'm saying? Like you got you got a lot of squads forming in NXT and, and NXT UK. But I like that shit. I like I I've always been a fan of stables. Yeah, me too. I've always been a fan. Of, like, yeah. especially heel stables. I never liked face stables. Like, but heel stables all the time. I like face staples when they got a good heel stable to go against. Like, ah. Like, I liked um. This is old, old as shit. But like, when the horsemen used to go against Dusty Rhodes and the Road Warriors and shit. Yeah. I liked that. And, and when um, it was the Dangerous Alliance versus uh, Sting and his boys. I like shit. I like that shit. And DX versus the Nation. That was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but the Wyatt family and the shit was sweet as a bitch. That was sweet as a bitch. That was a sweet ass stable feud. Like, yeah, that shit was sweet as a bitch. That was probably the last sweet stable feud. Yeah, that that WWE had in a while. Well, they did have undisputed era and um, what was the white supremacist name? What's that group called? Um, what? You know, Walter and them. They they look. I'm not saying they are white supremacists. They just all look like white supremacists. Oh, Imperium. Yeah, that even sounded like a white supremacist name. That sounded like some shit they used to oppress people. They can't be. They can't. They can't be because they got Fabian Default Eichner, man. What does that mean? Default. That's that's what the white man wants. He he is the defaulted human being. <laughs> nah, this is man. the this is the shadow we make all of the out of. Nah, but um, nah, it hasn't been a good one in a while, man. So it's like, I be want to see good good state. I like stables. I've always liked stables. I like to see like guys get used differently, and then you know. You get to see like the, you get to see like stars being made. I feel like stables make more stars. They do. It's like what said what, what Inner Circle is doing for Sammy Guevara. Yeah, like, like they're making Sammy Guevara a star. They're making Pride and Powerful a, a stars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit is building up more people. And they got good face stables in AEW. Best Friends is a good stable. Yep. You know what I mean? The Elite is a good stable. You got um yeah that's it. 
I mean, you got good heel stables. You got yeah. Inner Circle. You got the Dark Order. You got still uh, got Death Triangle whenever yeah. they get back in there. So you got like stables. Stables is where it's at for real. It is a good stable because that's the only way you can have war games, man. You need to have stables fight each have, other. You can have interchangeable matches, man. Like you can have, you can have so many interchangeable matches. Yeah. In a stable, you can you can do so many tag parents. team matches, yeah, tag trios, teams. singles. Yeah, you, you got special guest referees. The possibilities are endless. endless it is. Endless, it endless, is mathematically endless, endless. 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 But yeah, man. Um, as a whole, I thought Dynamite was a, a dope show. Um. I will, the MVP of the show to me, again, and this is like the third week in a row, Britt, <laughs> Dr. Dr. Britt Baker, Baker, DMD the Hitman Heart, is just a, a treasure. Um, she was on there talking shit about um, uh, Big Swole. So, like, she, she she hasn't missed a show since she fucked her leg up. You know what I mean? She's been out there with a Rolls Royce every week. And um, she's a true role model, man. Shout out to her. Um I'm waiting for a character to just uh, be that asshole like that, yeah. Like, she, she, she is because um, there's a long line of women asshole, uh, like superstars, like you know, like I uh, like I like to smoke asshole. I always, always though. Becky Lynch, well, that's how she really got her first push. Yeah, she how she got on was an asshole. asshole. Uh, Sasha Banks is an asshole. Uh, Bailey is an asshole now. I fuck with Bailey. Yeah, everyone's better than yeah. like all my Paris favorite TV shows. Like, all, all that shit feature like, assholes. Like like that shit like that shit is wiping away all that hug shit. This heel run is wiping away all her hug shit. I don't need the hug shit wiped away though. I like the hug shit. I mean, it's cool, but you know, in NXT like, anyway, I didn't. You yeah, know. but on the main roster, it didn't work. But yeah. like heel belly, that shit worked. She got she got the serious one. She got the living single cut. Like <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah, she got like the living single cut now, like so she she on her shit. She's taking it serious, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's like I fuck with her, man. I fuck with Bailey, man. That shit making me like really appreciate. Like I'm, I appreciate Bailey because like you know, she putting in pain. Like her heel run is very good, and you know they're just slow building her and Sasha Banks, but it's working so well that it's just like you just want the shit to drag out as long as it can drag out. Yeah, because you Bailey's know they're gonna have a great match. And Bailey's doing such great heel work right now. Underrated, like underratedly great heel work. That's all right, yeah, and, and I think I think Britt Baker can't. I don't. I don't know if she's ever going to be as good as an in-ring performer as any of the women we just named. But I think yeah. character-wise, she has a chance to be one of one of them. But see, but see, the thing is, women to me, I always felt like, and it's not a shade to women who can wrestle, because I appreciate women who can wrestle mm-hmm. a lot. I prefer more women's wrestlers. But always the ones that got over were women that had characters. Or, or like once Becky Lynch got a character. Yeah, but that's not how it works in WWE all the time. It's usually when you get big titties, that's when you get your push. No, because how much of a character does Charlotte actually have? She's the queen. She's, she's, I mean, yeah, she's, 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 she's Ric Flair's daughter. She ain't lost. She ain't, she ain't lost the belt. She ain't lost the match since she got the fake titties. That's her. That's her. (laughs) She lost plenty matches. She has never lost plenty matches. But she, but um, she doesn't take a lot of pins. Mm-mm. But um, no, it's not. It's not. It's not really like what I'm saying is. It's more so like once a character can shine as a woman, mm-hmm. she's tend to get pushed more. 
because now the in-ring work goes out. Like, Becky Lynch was a better wrestler back then than she is now. But now, it, she had more, to do more to get over back then. She doesn't have to do it. It's yeah, like Stone to, Cold was a better wrestler before he was Stone Cold. So now you're just more character than mm-hmm. wrestler. Yeah. And that's like, that's how most women get pushed, is once they get a character. Like, once you get a character, you can go places. Like, Shayna Baszler has a character. She can just beat you the fuck up and it's believable. Mm-hmm. That's the character. I can beat you up because I'm believable. So she's like, to women, she's she like the boogeyman. Like, you don't want to face Shannon Baszler. Mm-hmm. Shannon Baszler will put you the fuck to sleep. Don't want to mess with that girl with them ragged teeth now. Put your ass to sleep. Mm-hmm. Shannon Baszler would Kruger your shit in a heartbeat. Night, night, nigga. She choked out Rey Mysterio, bro. She choked out a man. Like, she really about that shit. God bless Rey Mysterio. He puts everyone over. Rey Mysterio been through a lot this year. <laughs> Rey he got thrown off a building. He got died. his eye poked out. <laughs> God damn, he got choked out by a woman. Like, yeah, his son years. got beat up multiple yeah. times. Like, yo, Rey Mysterio's had a hard year. God bless Rey Mysterio Jr. God damn. Damn, man. Rey Mysterio been in a fucked up position this year. Yeah. If you're tired of getting fucked up every week on Monday Night Raw, man, come to AEW, man. We're still be getting worked. AEW signed you for a three-match deal, and every match be against John Moxley. I wouldn't want to see that. I'd say Ray Mysterio versus John Moxley. I'd watch that. I feel like they did it before already. They've done everything before already, just about. No idea is original. It's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. It's never what you do, but how it's done. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I don't really have nothing else to add, you know what I'm saying? MVP for me, for NXT, mm-hmm. Santos Escobar. Of course. He's the MVP next week, too. And the week after that, he's the My MVP. My man is a whole goon. I love it. That shit is sweet. Like, because it, it, all his promos have to be in the dope house. No matter what it is, he has, to be in, he has to be in the dope house. Joaquin Wilde and, 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 and Raul Mendoza have to carry AK-47s. He has to cut promos that way. Like, if you can beat me, if you can survive the shot from the burner, they both got them, and they both know how to use them. And he already got the, uh, a belt. He already he's he already, already got is. a belt. This is the first Goon Cruiserweight champion they've ever had. But this it's is- but to be, to to he had like one of the illest debuts because he debuted, then he debuted. He debuted twice. Like, you debuted in the Cruiserweight tournament. And then you debuted. Then you won the Cruiserweight championship. And then, and then the you next debuted week. a brand new character. They're like, yeah, that nigga who won the belt, I ain't about that life no more. What I'm about is cutting up these pies and, and selling dope in every neighborhood in America. The only reason I'm here wrestling is to expand my global reach in selling dope. Because I'm like, that shit is... I was in... He didn't use a microphone. He just said that shit like... It's, that's what made this shit fire. He didn't have a microphone when he said it. He just said that shit like out loud. And you said DJ Z is in the squad with him? Yeah. That's my, 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 my man got hair. DJ Z got my hair? Man got hair. The man got like a little, little, little bit of facial hair. I'm like, oh, these. They sell yo, dope. I said, oh, these niggas have got. So, I said, yo, why can't I got some VC? Hell yeah. So uh, uh, Escobar is Sosa. Yes. DJ Z is Tony Montana. Who's the other guy? That's Manolo. Whoever's, Manolo, yeah. Who's the other guy that got the squad? That's it. 
I know, but who is the other guy that got... Oh, Raul Mendoza? Uh, oh, shit, his name is Mendoza. That's Manolo. Mendoza is Manolo. There we go. They bet not ever turn it. Like, Sosa told him a long time ago. Like... Yeah, so that's, yeah. That's, that's what's up. So now, I, I, cause I mean, cause I like, I like, me personally, and this is wrestling in general, not just WWE, NXT, whatever, AEW, whatever. Wrestling in general, I always was a fan of a new character that came in to make an impact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never, I never liked when they debuted somebody and they didn't make an impact. No, you know it what I'm saying? Because it's like, impact. it's like. What are you debuting him for if you're not gonna give him something substantial well, or just, something substantial yeah, for you to gravitate? Yeah, like yeah. you to gravitate to the character. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always believe. Like I always believe in the power of like vignettes. Yes. Vignettes are are quintessential wrestling 101. Like, no no bullshit. True story. Remember when they debuted Mordecai? No, I do not. I don't think I was watching when that was going on. All right, Mordecai was like, okay, he had all these these vignettes. Mm. He was pretty much like a prophet in a sense, like a, a prophet. But he was like, he had all white hair. He had all white hair, all white everything, like mm. like uh, facial hair and shit. And he had he had vignettes for weeks. He debuted versus Scotty Too Hotty. At uh, I can't remember the paper again. The debut, this motherfucker. You know, it was like six, seven, six, eight. Mm-hmm. And he came and he beat the living shit out of Scotty Too High. And I was like, wait a minute. They better do him and the Undertaker right, goddamn now, because that was at the time when Undertaker was still on the dark side of things mm-hmm. before he became the American Badass or whatever. But he was on the dark side of things. So I'm like him, I said, yo, this nigga's the White Undertaker, bitch. Cause he, but he was like a, he was like a, 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 they called him the Pale Rider. That was that was his, mm-hmm. that was his nickname, the Pale Rider. You know what I'm saying? Cause Taz used to call him that shit all the time. The, the Pale Rider's coming. He would come at that bitch with this wild ass like, biblical cross and shit. And like it was like he would like bless over the people. Like that shit was sweet as a bitch. I'm like, bro, this is this is this is something to gravitate towards. But I I always believe like if you didn't make an impact your first go around, it's not gonna it's not gonna translate for the rest of your career. I don't think necessarily. Like you can still make it work, but you gotta work harder. Yeah, you gotta work that. harder. Like it's yeah. like, and I'm not saying like, okay, you debut, you gotta be in the main event picture. Mm-hmm. But if somebody debuts and they immediately make an impact, you're like, yo, who the fuck is this? Like when 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 Ricochet had his NXT debut, he debuted in a title match. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like came off the gate in a title match. He didn't win that motherfucker. Adam Cole wound up winning it, but for you to debut made you feel like a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing WWE lacks is when they do debuts, they don't make like NXT does well. They make look at look at Karrion Cross. His NXT they, this motherfucker's about to go for the probably go for the Adam Cole next. Mm-hmm. He's had four matches. He's built unstoppable. Like that shit. When you make them feel like a big deal, the people will the people gravitate towards that. You know what I'm saying? Like 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 look at look at look at Jake Hager in AEW. Jake Hager and Russell for months. But the fact he's in the inner circle hyping the fact that he's he's a former WWE heavyweight champion, the fact that he's <coughs> a form well, a, a mixed martial artist and all this shit is like, mm-hmm. yo, this motherfucker's a big deal because he's with Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. We know Chris Jericho's a big deal. If he's hanging with Chris Jericho, then that bodes well for him. 
So he comes in, he has a match. Who's the first match? Uh, Justin Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Your AEW debut is against and Dustin he, Rhodes. Yeah, he's back. As a matter of fact, he's fighting uh, Cody Rhodes next week for the title. Uh, after the match with Mark Quinn, um, Inner Circle came out and beat the fuck out of everybody. And, um, you know what I'm saying? They had a little brawl. So it's going to be um, Cody Rhodes versus Jake Hager for the title next week. So that's, that's really... Uh... That's really like how I feel about debuts, man. Debuts always work when you let them make an impact from the jump. They don't gotta necessarily stay at that level, but keep it so where by the time you get the character, like the character should already be fleshed out when you debut them. So we already know what we getting. Instead of you debuting a motherfucker and then you don't know what to do with him. Ass backwards booking. Yeah, man. That's what they do. WWE is very famous for ass backwards booking. Like, I remember back in the day, they used to be famous for vignettes. Mm -hmm. Debuting somebody. I didn't know who the 13s was until it was Taz. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know that, that, but that shit, I was was, was intrigued. Because I'm like, Um, I'm, I was intrigued because it made it feel he made him feel vignettes made him feel like a big deal. He came in this bitch and choked out Kurt Angle. Yeah, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Your first match was against Kurt Angle. You choked him out. You had you broke Kurt Angle on the feet of street. But see, that's an example so of a good having an impact and then not doing nothing with Kurt Angle had probably one of the best debuts ever because he came he came in this bitch undefeated. This nigga was the Euro Continental Champion. Mm-hmm. He won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Kurt Angle was champion like almost like a year and a half. I don't know how long. Like he got that bitch quick as hell. Like Kurt Angle was champion fast. Mm-hmm. And Kurt Angle's one of the best wrestlers ever. Yeah. Ever. Like he's in my. He's probably top the, ten all He's time. probably the best wrestler ever. I mean, if you really look at it for real, he's probably the best wrestler of all time. Possibly. But, you know. Possibly. Like, best pure wrestler in the world? Probably. I mean, yeah. ever? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of all time, that's, yeah. That's, 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 I could, I could, uh, I could agree to that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I could agree to that. I couldn't dispute that. Like, I couldn't. I could say that. But, yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's all I got, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's just... Wrestling's just still being in a weird spot right now. Yeah, it was in the, the world's in a weird spot, but we'll be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Niggas die every day, B. You're tough. But. Yeah. So, y'all signed that petition to get Charlotte away from the main title picture. ain't <laughs> signing no fucking petition for that dumb shit. <laughs> that shit's going to happen. For real, sign the petition. Sign that shit if you want to. Right now, <laughs> but anywho, enough about Charlotte because it ain't about her. It's fuck the main roster all day. I am Sunny Colfax, aka El Negro Del Fantasma, aka Black Mantos Escobar. Mm. Black Mantos Escobar. <laughs> and I am Rock Raw, aka Tommaso Blocker.
and this is fucked the main roster.